music is awesome. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're at the OT again. That time of the month. You know, when Eric gets to get salty. Dicky Boys return for the OBTPOT. What are we at, like number like uh, 16 or something like that? I don't know. 16. We've had, like, we've had wow. like 20 of these or something. It's our it's our sweet 16. We're going to have an Aww. exorbitant party. Is it our, like our quinceanera or something like that? That would be 15. That would be 15. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So the dulcet tones you heard there, I'm Matt. Everyone knows me. He's Eric. Everyone knows him. Uh, but we uh, we have been being joined now for the first time, popping his cherry with our buddy over there, Mr. David Lux. Welcome to the show, David. Hey, how you doing? Happy to be here. I have no idea what this is all about, really. But since I listened to the last episode and you railed on the simple farm boy over and over again, I feel like I had to come here and defend my honor. <laughs> it's, so it's so here I am. You have to have not honor here, to defend first. So if you're if you're That's not here, true. we're much braver. Yeah, oh, exactly. Great. <laughs> right. That sounds good. We we cower in the face of adversity. <laughs> Perfect. Then let's pick on E tonight. All right. All right. So tonight we are going to be uh reviewing the past four episodes. That would be episode one thirty nine. Which what happened here? All of a sudden everything fell off of my oh, it's because over here. Which is um uh David Lux can't get off of Julius Pepper. Jewish peppers and then uh episode 140 which is carlos's spanish for charles which these travesty of justice still salty about about episode 141 which is draft day my favorite kevin costner baseball movie meh and then the one that just dropped here last tuesday which is uh this guy's name is kjell so all right well let's just uh, dive right into it here this episode uh 139 uh, is following another trend of um, uh, David saying something goofy intentionally to have the episode named after whatever he says. So we know it's not a in, big scam. I don't not know. Why intentionally, you... Not intentionally at all. But but if you want to believe that, that's that's completely fine. I think it was Walling who made a comment that, that uh, Lux keeps having these Freudian slips and we're not going to let him get away with that. <laughs> yes, so, yes. I, we are not mature enough to let you get away with saying things like that. The funny thing is, is that in the life of this episode, 140 some episodes uh, of this show, I should say, um, the amount of times that people have said, oh, I can't get off of insert sports person That's there true. because they're on that name. That's happened like a hundred times. But yet for some reason. David, you're lucky enough to get an episode title off. Of it, it, so. it happened again last night. <laughs> it did. I heard uh, that. It did. It happened again last night. And I'm like, like Marcus or something. I feel like I've already gone something. to the well for this. Yeah. Like I've already yeah. burned that joke. So I got to, I got to move. Got to let it slide. Yeah. You know, there's, there's certain expressions that I'm realizing that I only started using when I either listening to this podcast or then joining the bench that, Get, not being able to get off an answer is one of them for sure. Another one is like to be able, like when you're when you're talking over answers, people saying they're throwing around all kinds of junk that that I hear a lot. Um, what was the other one that I just had? Oh, that people. I, I, this is a Wallingism. Totally, is like you always say that you don't really have any thunder behind it. I've started yeah. saying that. I don't even. I've, I pick up all these things subconsciously. Now I just say them when I'm playing the game. All right. So, what are you guys' thoughts on this uh, episode here? So this is. Uh... David, you and Mason versus uh, Josh and Walling. I forget. I for some reason I must have removed who hosted this game. This was a Marcus. It was Marcus, game, which means uh, that there was a step yeah. function change in difficulty for the That's right. Quarter. That's right. I, Marcus, 
Marcus hadn't hosted in a while and it was mm-hmm. it was it was right at the end of our holiday party or right after yep. our holiday party. Yeah. So everybody was everybody was kind of in a good mood and Marcus was kind of scrambling. He wasn't even paying attention during the holiday party because he was trying to get some questions and he was like he was like swapping questions in and out until the fourth quarter. And then all of a sudden when the fourth quarter hit, we were all like, "Oh my god, Josh actually swore off air." that he was going to stop betting on Marcus's fourth quarter questions they <laughs> yeah. were or at least factor it in because they were so hard. It's a, uh, that's tough, right? Especially when it's the, one of the nine of us who are, uh, you know, been writing sports trivia now for a couple of years, it's still tough to figure out what is, and isn't too hard. So. Well, I think one of the times that it happens is if somebody has a specialty and they're the only one with that specialty. Mm-hmm. So Marcus, like, yeah, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, Marcus if you if you think it's ubiquitous well, to you, yeah, then you don't know that no one else knows that. How would you know that? You know, yeah. Well, the first question right out of the gate was he asked a question about the Grey Cup MVP, uh, and <laughs> that's when and I they, the, 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 the big up. the big reveal hint was that it would it was a former Big East quarterback of you know quarterback of the year, and we were like we were looking at each, all four of us were looking at each other like I have no idea what's going on here. Mm-hmm. It was hard. It was hard. I did love his pre and post game. Uh, the draft bus combined with just random, yeah. Um, which I'm I'm almost certain was to get the last one, the last answer in. It was like he came up with the Timbiaka Batuka Rask and was like, "All right, I'm making this this entire round about draft bus just because people of whose name, yeah." <laughs> I felt so bad that was it was the closest I've ever seen Mason to getting salty. He was privately telling me everybody was sort of praising Marcus for this for this unbelievable pre and post game and it was really amazing and i really liked it and i was one of the people praising him but mason was like i've used that one and i was like oh i'm so sorry oh, no. mason. <laughs> what did he use so i he he used exactly this one about tuka rask so that <laughs> oh i didn't know that oh. i didn't either i didn't either well mason it's now out of running that's right that's right running. yeah we have to remove it that will be um what did we have the Arancha Sanchez Vicario. Oh, um, yeah. Anze Copa Tarancha Sanchez Vicario. <laughs> that, was, that, that was very good. That goes back to the top <laughs> of the list. Yes, you've got you've got a chance now. That's right. We just have to <laughs> we just have to sabotage all the other good pre and post games that come along. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. This was I'm also the game, of- by the way, that I don't want to jump straight to the end, but this was also the game that Marcus had this really clever question. It's actually a great trivia question. It was <laughs> because ultimately the question was about who were the only father and son to both win a Super Bowl for the same franchise. But the problem was it was about a guy who went to Brown. So Josh was just, Josh was just like, I think every time this stuff, this kind of stuff happens, Josh gets so upset at me. It was like, I didn't write the question. <laughs> so I don't think he Josh, gets upset with you. I just think he likes busting your balls about it. So oh, I could be. He gets his be. face really close to the camera and he rolls his eyes so hard that you can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> this was one i was actually listening to it today as i was like cramming for the for the test here josh had a couple of josh had a couple of really good size i've decided it's really funny when anybody announces the quarter on the show it's super <laughs> funny that josh like i'm not i'm still trying to config, figure out which quarter it is that josh will not sigh at it'll be like you yeah. know today's first quarter will be david and goliath and here josh go <sighs> you know today will so, be free and post game oh he's sorry, like sorry, it's sorry. like the guy I who can... always emails in all caps and at first you're like, why is he yelling at me? And then you're like, oh, he just doesn't know he how to turn off his caps lock. Yeah. That's right, right, right. I can, uh, I have gotten to the point now where I can tell the difference between, because the ones, the people who do the same thing, it's uh, ums with Mason yeah. and, and Dan, and it's size with Josh. I can yeah. tell on the audio clip 
what it is and who that that said it without even having to hear it. I just know. <laughs> so yeah, sound wave. Like oh, yes. that's a Mason um right there. Yep, oh, exactly. I I can tell those two now, and I haven't even edited that editing that long, but I know what the ums look like. Yeah, yeah, and I just know I have to remove that. So make make <laughs> make Mason sound fantastic like he always does. All right, so anything else about this episode? No, this was uh, it was great. It was a fun episode. I haven't played a Marcus game uh in a in a long time so uh i will be prepared for the next one of course i was i was thinking about playing a marcus game the other day i don't know why because i'm very bored around my house and was like watch next time we do this he's gonna make it like a cakewalk in the fourth quarter (laughs) (laughs) and we're all gonna bet zero and be like dang it you know i'm constantly uh, i'm constantly amazed whether i'm when i'm playing sometimes and there'll be questions that come up and i'll be like i'm so glad i have a partner because there'll be ones i just don't know but like in this one though and we got to the lucky seven and i was actually excited because i knew because it was a marcus game there's going to be ufc questions so i was kind of ready but the first one you guys picked was the one um about mvps in soccer um uh ballon d'ors yeah the ballon ballon d'ors right and 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 Eric was just like, boom, 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 boom. And Marcus was like, that's all seven. I thought these were going to be hard. Like, I think he thought it was going to be hard. So that was, it was incredible. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah, I would, I would like to blame my rabid soccer fandom of 2004 through 2012 uh, for knowing all this. So. Well, it worked. It worked. I couldn't tell you. I mean, except for Messi. And, you know, and I couldn't tell you much beyond that. So, okay, let's move on to episode 140, uh, which was probably the greatest episode that ever existed. Uh, (laughs) So that is uh, Carlos is Spanish for Charles. So this was the I think this might have been the first episode where we had appearance of Eid's mysterious bonus points. Right. Because I don't remember this happening before this. Do you guys remember that? I don't. And I did go, I was listening to it again today and I forgot that he had done bonus points earlier in that game too. Yeah. So not only did he have yeah. the bonus points in, in the, the fourth final quarter, round, yeah. which is trash. And um, <laughs> there was this foreshadowing earlier on. You're, yeah. yeah. We should have known. We should have known. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, I, I can tell you as a person who was a fan for a lot, you know, for a long time before I joined the bench that, I used to listen to these games. I never paid attention. I always listened to the podcast. I never paid attention to the score. Didn't I pay attention. Care. To who, I don't care. About didn't pay points. attention to who won. Never paid attention to any of that stuff. And suddenly when you come on and then you suddenly realize, wait, Josh keeps very careful track of everyone's win loss record. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. like, it becomes, it becomes a very serious thing. So we're in this game and Walling and I are cruising along. We, and, and this was the one that was, we had a guest who couldn't make it last minute. Yes. Right. Isn't that, isn't that right? Yes. So was, we were, uh... so, this was so the game we, that Matt from Triviality was supposed to be. Uh, right, 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 right. And right. so there were a ton of video game questions. Yeah. Which of course Eric was Eric Walling was cleaning up. And we go we we went into uh to the fourth quarter with a I don't remember what the exact scores were, but it was two X to X. <laughs> and it was mm-hmm. so we were doubling up and, and then we decided because the trivia because it was supposed to be a triviality guest, we would go, I keep right. forgetting what they call it. It's the, the Oakland, Oakland, Oakland Fives. Oakland Fives. Yeah, the Oakland Fives. So we figured we were home free and going yeah. into the fourth, it was 230 to 460. Yeah. So all we needed was five points, one point really out of the entire things so we thought. Sure. And, and add to that, that we didn't get a question wrong in the fourth quarter. Nope. Didn't. That's right. And we That's got right. one wrong. 
Yeah. And but the one the, we got wrong was for zero points. <laughs> right. So yeah, it was a tragic miscarriage of justice. Um, Do you guys remember the the uh, question that had the bonus points? Yeah. So that's the uh, the that was the other salty the, piece. <laughs> the name. Um, Charles and Carlos are two different people. Uh, and it should not have been allowed. Charles Rogers is a football player. Carlos Rogers is a football player, but they are not the same person. Ergo, it, the bonus points should not have been allowed. So <laughs> I've, I've spoke my case. I believe yeah. that the Supreme Court will be taking this up at their next session. <laughs> I think that uh, Salty yes. Walling is probably one of my favorite people in the world so i think it's hilarious he's like passive aggressive you know in the way that he's like he's just like i do not like what is going on right now (laughs) and i'm going to speak clearly but not with a raised voice yes everyone is aware that this is the dumbest thing i've ever heard of in my life (laughs) that's that's management training for you right there that's uh, back to your point though earlier um uh, uh david there are people on our crew who take these scores and Josh's updating of these scores and people's record very seriously. Have you know, you haven't noticed that? I, I don't, oh, yeah. I, to be honest with you, I don't know who on the bench cares or who doesn't care. Except for the fact I know Josh tracks. Well, I know, I, I, I know Scott cares only to the point where Scott's going to soon become the 100th person. He's soon to have his 100th episode that he's appeared on. Oh, Wow. And I guess he's going to be the first of us to a hundred, which I, I guess, I don't know. Sure. I, I, I personally don't care at all. about any of this. I actively yeah, try honest, to get out of being on shows. I don't, I have never looked at my record, but I'm pretty sure it's losing. Cause I've been on a hell of a cold streak recently. Mm. Um, and also that I never get to be paired up with Eid, although that didn't seem to matter um, recently. Hey, you were paired up with him last night. Yeah. For the yeah. fast break that comes out this Friday. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you right now. If you ask me, this might be the last episode that I was on. I have no idea what episode was the last one I was on. So I don't care. All right. Anything else about Carlos the Spanish for Charles? Other than Carlos is not Spanish for Charles? No. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to episode 141, uh, Draft Day, my favorite Kevin Costner baseball movie. I don't care what you ridiculous human beings who have stupid opinions on movies are. My opinions are the only opinions that matter. Kevin Costner baseball movies are effing amazing, and I don't want to hear it. He's their genius. And anybody that says that Field of Dreams is not a baseball movie can go straight to H E double hockey sticks. Are you kidding me? That is a hundred percent a baseball movie. Yes, there was side things about his dad and all this stuff about going to this journey through life and everything like that. That's what baseball is. Ah, oh, people, come on, get off of it. It's a I, I baseball be- movie. The logic of the thing doesn't really hold up, but it's a good, I like watching it. Like there's things that I don't get. It's like, I need to reconnect with my dad. So I'm going to go kidnap this author. 
Um, it's like what 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 does that matter? Well, I just, when, I, I just when he kidnapped as the author, it wasn't because he was going to reconnect with his dad. I, I think I think people resent it because you sit down to watch a Kevin Costner baseball movie, and you're not thinking you're getting a Twilight Zone episode. No, the worst... but I will tell you this: it doesn't. I will. I will only. I will only argue with one point that you made, Matt, which is it doesn't matter if it's a baseball movie or not. If people see it as a baseball movie, I'm fine with it. People see it. Not as a baseball movie, I'm fine with it. Either way, I don't understand what Josh's problem with it, except for he says it's boring. I really like the movie. I love the movie, in fact. So, I, you know, I'll I'll die on Citizen that. Citizen Kane is boring. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's true. Clockwork Orange is kind of boring. Ooh. Yeah, that, I don't know if we can compare. Maybe apples and oranges, though. Yeah, that is. I'm not saying that those Kubrick movies and, are this. I'm not Costner. saying that those movies are the same thing as. I'm saying that I, there was a day, and uh, here we go. There was a day back in my day, Kitty. <laughs> there was a day when when you could take a two and a half hour long movie, and you could actually build characters and not have to like have people shooting at each other or some girl showing off her boobs within the first thirty seconds. No, All right, sorry, attention next... deficit people, calm down, enjoy people developing characters. Easy. <laughs> and and with that, I ask you to leave his lawn. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I the actually, next Kevin I, Costner movie will just be ninety seconds of TikTok of him throwing a pitch and then walking off the field. There you go. <laughs> so I, I, I applaud the way Josh put together this missing link. Though um, it was a, it was Kevin Costner movies and it was all Kevin Costner characters. It's funny to watch Mason when he doesn't know missing link. That's mm-hmm. as frustrated as I ever see him because mm-hmm. he he starts giving you this sort of the the that's a name but on so steroids kind of yeah. thing he gets really really frustrated he's like fine yeah fine 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 you know all right and and then when he found out that it's actually a movie reference then he just you know then there was no getting him back so when i'm anyway. when i'm editing my part i usually don't really pay attention except for the edit part i don't pay attention to the content really i don't really care that much i'm not trying to play it as i'm going through and editing it and it was me having to re-listen to it as i was listening and going like Oh yeah, okay. And I knew the answer, right? I knew it beforehand, <laughs> yeah. you know, obviously. But it's like, yeah, it totally makes sense. I would have thought of that then. Yeah, sure, sure. And so, I mean, once they said crash, what was the question that was crash? Was that Crash Bandicoot? No, it was. No, uh... no, no, no. It was, it was about Gerald Wallace. <laughs> no. It was. No, a, but someone I, did say I, Crash Bandicoot. Yes, I think. I think it was Mason. That he, that was one of his guesses for the theme. <laughs> no, the the crash question was. I don't remember exactly what it was worded, but it was basically. It was the only person taken in the Charlotte Bobcats expansion draft that ended up going to the all-star game or something like that. So uh, the right. nickname of that person, it's Gerald Wallace's uh, nickname was crash. So, uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, I thought it was a great missing link, but that's fine. A, a point on Kevin Costner, baseball movies, if I may, Bull Durham, <laughs> please definitely a baseball movie, field of dreams, baseball movie, baseball, a movie about the soul of baseball for love of the game. Chick flick. 100% chick flick with a little bit of baseball to break up the chick flick scenes. But that is a chick flick to end all. And I bet Neil Fisher would back me up on that. That is a <laughs> rom-com with baseball in the background. I don't know if it's a rom-com. It def- I would I would not disagree with you that there's a definitely strong parts of it are chick flick. I wouldn't say that all of it or even like 70% of it. I mean, the parts that I go back to YouTube and rewatch are the parts where he's on the mound and where the was fact his name? That is it Michael C. Riley is the catcher? John C. Right? Riley is the catcher. John C. Riley, excuse me. And the fact that you can capture all of those in a YouTube video tells you that that is mostly a chick flick. Okay. <laughs> anyway. 
there are parts of it that I think are absolutely. I, I love it. I think it's great. I think it's a good movie. Oh, what yeah. other? We always, love, we always love the line that Augie Greedo gave to the guy as he's coming out of the dugout when he grabs the rookie by the things and he looks at him. He goes, "Wreck it!" and he sends him up there for his first at bat. Yeah. So, so yeah. Who was the one of the questions was something about somebody's college baseball coach or was it Costner? Yeah, Augie, Augie Greedo. No, it it's Augie not. Greedo. It wasn't his coach. It was that. Wait, he was cast. Was in the movie. I forgot what the connection was. Yeah, because he was. Oh, and one he was of the, the coach of the Yankees. He was one of the. Yeah, so so he was. Somebody had a connection with him. I forgot what it was, but he's one of the most winning. One of the most winningest. No, uh, I know that, but he. Yeah. But the character he played was the manager of the Yankees, right? Yes. Yes, he was. That's correct. Yes. That is because the manager of the uh, of Detroit was. Um, oh, why can't I think of that guy's name? He was, uh, he's in the Spider-Man movies. Um, oh, jo- uh, um, Whiplash. Whoa. Yes, yes. Him. Um, J. Edgar Hoover. Uh, yeah. J. J. Oh, my gosh. J. Jo- J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Um, Come on, David. You don't know this guy's name? I'm trying um, to think. Wait. He's in all the damn Allstate commercials. Oh, 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 oh yeah. J.K. Simmons. You're thinking J.K. Simmons. Simmons. There yes. you go. Yeah, sorry, you. sorry, you. sorry. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, how many, how many bench armies does it take to, <laughs> to come up with J.K. Simmons? J.K. Simmons is actually a pretty versatile guy. If you ever, I do. Ever seen the movie, I think he's. A I know it's off topic, actor. but if you ever see him in the movie Whiplash, he's like oh, this yeah. total jerk I just of said a music. Whiplash, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, I missed that because I was trying to think of his name. Yeah, he's he's unbelievable. Oh, he's a genius he, uh, in that movie. Where he plays yeah, an really... absolutely awful human being in Oz. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen Oz, so yeah. Oz is either right. It was a HBO show from the Yeah. All right. Are we ready to move on from this one? We anything else about this that we had notes on? No, I'm good. Okay. We'll move on to one forty three, which just released on Tuesday, and that's this uh one forty two, you mean. One forty two, excuse me. This guy's name is KJL. Well, hold on a second now. Any of these episodes have did we have guests on any of these? Uh no, this was uh this well, is 100%. we had Ethan. We had no, oh. we had Ethan on the on the um uh the last one, the draft day one. Oh, the draft day one had Ethan. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I Ethan was Ethan. awesome to have on. Yeah. So yeah, Ethan Metzger. This is that was his third time, well, at least his second, if not maybe his I third. Say, time. I think it. I thought it was his second. It could have been his third, but he's always fun to have on. It. Yeah. We had him on. The, he was in our first draft, our first BTP draft. He got to see. You got to firsthand witness the crowning of the Dickie Boys. <laughs> yeah, Ethan's hey, awesome. I love him. Ethan was great to play with. Actually, he was just very modest. Like, they went, like I think there was a five on three in this one, and yep. he kept he kept sort of immediately started texting me the hard answers, and I was like, <laughs> you know, like the, there are always a couple that are gimmies, and he's like going straight for the hard ones, and I was like, wow, all right, cool, <laughs> great partner. It was awesome. Yeah, he's a good partner. All right, so one forty two. This guy's name is KJL. This was um, hosted by Eric had Josh and Mason versus Scott and Walling. And this one's the one that just came out the other day. I was listening to this earlier today that I had like a whole bunch of things as I was listening to it and I didn't write uh, a lot of them down. There was uh, parts of the show that I really liked and I thought were hilarious that we actually had conversations with on the, um, on our little side chat, um, multiple uh, references to Nazis, which was interesting. Shot and Unfortunate. Um, and Hitler's yeah. Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, what was the halftime? Something weird about the halftime that made me... Oh, was... yes. 
I, I've decided that um, I'm going to write it, but then I'm going to wait like a couple of years or at least a significant period of time to have a missing link. That's all about um, people who played athletes oh, yeah. that uh, weren't played by <laughs> the actual athletes. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, but I, I was listening to this again, and sometimes I just crack myself up. I gotta say, um, I went back and I went back and listened to it, and the, like they were so confused about like Mason and Josh were really confused about the fact that like he names like Isaac Bruce and Ray Lewis, and either me or Scott was like, why is it like why is it such a foreign concept that someone else plays a real life human? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it's because they hate all those like random names before like the ones from the other movies and yeah. then we had isaac bruce and because Superman. these guys because these guys were all in the the kurt warner movie right <laughs> yeah oh my another, god another another one that another round that may have been written like you get a you have a question and then write a round so you can use that question <laughs> exactly i'm convinced he did that just because of that <laughs> just to do I, I have the I'm totally guilty of that. I mean, I, yeah. I, the way I, the way I write my games, like, well, I always start with the missing link and sort of branch out, but I've heard people say on the show, Dan once said that he always writes the fourth quarter first, but I mm-hmm. write all my fourth quarter questions. And then, and then I find a theme to match them. I, when I talk to Josh and Dan, I think they both sort of have a theme for their fourth quarter and then they fill in the questions to match those. That seems too easy to me. So no, I, but, but this was the game. I was just listening to this. This was the game where, where he does the, the, <laughs> the five women, as his as his yeah. missing yeah let's okay yeah we want to get into that now oh I, I anytime you want i'm ready well, i was <laughs> gonna say real quick before we get yeah. into that because yeah so this is one of my favorite is when we do like any question doesn't make a difference but for some reason it seems to work out with haikus more than any other ones is that they'll get done the host will get done reading it and then the players will be like what is he asking for yeah yeah. <laughs> it's like because what was the one it was about um and was Mason. it about anfield or was that the dortmund one or... oh that's what okay yes okay walling you're <laughs> an idiot <laughs> I, know. I did that just to draw you it was off just, okay I was, it was, it was just a joke okay i was gonna say because <laughs> the amount of accolades i mean maybe erling holland in the next five years or ten years is gonna oh, prove yeah. to be especially when he moves to Manchester City and he's oh. gonna prove to be a genius and a fantastic and he'll be the best striker in the world in about three or four years, but he's not even anywhere close to being the best striker right now. So what just happened? Wait, wait, come back. What was the point you were gonna make about the missing links? Was it about this one? Because it was one that I remember no. that when I was listening to this, Mason was like, I don't even know what he's asking. No, I'm we're talking about sporting haikus. In sporting uh, yeah, haikus, yeah. there was yeah. something about black and yellow. And it oh. was, it, it, he didn't know, you, you guys sponsor. didn't know what it was that he was even asking for. Yeah, yeah. And he was asking for Borussia Dortmund and Evolve or Evolve or something. Or what's oh, the name of the sponsor? Yeah. Something like that. Whatever their name is. Anyway, so then the answer was Borussia Dortmund, and then as the as I gave an answer, um, Eric uh, Walling was like talking about Erling Haaland, the striker for Borussia Dortmund, and how oh, got it, got and it. How uh, Erling Haaland is the best striker in the world, and even I think even might even said the best player in the world, and I think you're just messing with me at that point. I so. said arguably, 
argued not even <laughs> allegedly i don't even think he was in the top five of the, or top 10 of the bell and door this year but whatever yeah, it's corrupt. so, so too, i think he's you know what too injured too often man he's always yeah. so, injured so, so my whole quick commentary about the haiku thing is like i'll write haiku rounds a lot and i i yeah. i have an answer that i really want to use and some fact that i'm trying to pack in and then suddenly you're in this panic of like oh shit, i only have 17 syllables right like and and that's now why I you have get to edit this episode david thank you oh Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where are we at here now? So I got to go 40 minutes in. Thank you, David. Uh, sorry about that. Anyway, yeah, I so continue with what you were saying. No, I was only going to say you only have 17 syllables to play with and you're trying to figure out, okay, do I make it a statement? Do I write it as a question? How do I, how do I pack the syllables? Am I allowed to, am I allowed to split the sentence cross lines? You know, So it's, it's, it's not always easy as it sounds. And I know Ed loves to, when he's writing them quickly, he'll just, he'll get an idea in his head and he'll do the same thing. He's mentioned that before. Uh, Multiple so. times I've heard Neil or Eric or somebody else talk about, Dan likes to do this, <clears throat> likes to come up with a theme for a, sh- uh, for a whole game. And then go off of that theme makes it easier to find the answers, which then makes it easier to craft the questions. Yes. So this I'm writing a, uh, so I have never done that. I just go off the, whatever, like off the cuff and I'm not a good question writer, but now I'm trying this right now with this fast break that I'm writing. And I don't know, still not all that easy for me. <laughs> I'm not a good question writer. So, well, you have to have a good theme. And, and spoiler alert, there's one coming from Dan in, in, uh, in a few weeks. Everybody will hear it. And it's, and it's a really good one. And he does, he does, he, he very nicely weaves a theme throughout the whole thing. And uh, it, it, it's fun. And it's fun when you realize it sort of halfway through the game. He does it, he does it really well. Dan's a master. All right. Let's go to it. The missing link. Yeah. Elephant I'm going, I'm going to start this by saying that I think one of the very first missing links that we ever had on the show um was one that i wrote and it was i think it might have even been the second one that we ever did and i didn't understand that it was supposed to be like top secret it was supposed to be like moderately difficult to get <laughs> okay. i just thought it was supposed to be i know shocker i thought the show was just supposed to be fun i didn't really think <laughs> it was supposed to be about trying to stump people whatever so that was the episode where i did like Irving Magic Johnson and uh, 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 what is the the boxer? Um, well, all of them have nicknames, but um, uh, I can't remember who it was. But I did all. All it was was just athletes who are better known for their nickname than they are for their their real name. And I was giving their nickname in the answer in like three p <laughs> three in or something like that. Scott's like. I, are you just telling us exactly what it is by emphasizing the nickname? <laughs> like, yeah. I, okay. I don't know. Okay. I'm dumb. I don't know. <laughs> I felt like such a jerk. I, so when, I've... so when Eric first brought this to me, I thought, you know what? Screw those guys. This is awesome. I love it. Do it. This is so great. All right. So I... I'll give you, I'll give you my philosophy on missing links real quick. I'm sorry, Eric. Yeah. You want to go ahead? No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. I'm interested. Well, I, so, so my feeling on missing links is that is that the link has to be somewhat unique, right? See, the the problem that I have is that if you ask a missing link where five people have something in common, but it's something that half the world's population also has in common, then it makes it a less a less interesting missing link. So I I like to ask some where it's you know okay so maybe there could be ten different answers that you could have used, but I but I like it to 
be a little bit narrower, right? So if you could come up with a hundred different answers, then it just makes it really hard to reverse engineer as a player to figure out what it is. Now, in this case, maybe it's more obvious. And there's obviously the deep irony because the running joke is that he doesn't like to ask questions about yes. women generally. And so that's what made it deeply ironic that the fact that he would put together a missing link like this. But the problem is that you could say like, women who are still alive or women are like, you could make up anything at that point. Oh, actually, March shot isn't. Wait, that wouldn't work. But 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 you understand where I'm going. Anyway, go yeah, ahead, Eric. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. I um, Very early in the chat, I think I messaged across the Scott and I'm like, I bet he did something dumb like, <laughs> like, these are all just women. <laughs> and like, I didn't, I didn't, but you know, we, we got warned. We can't say we weren't warned because we had, he did say, oh, if you thought that was bad, just wait for my next game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like a, a recording bef- right before this. And I should have known like that the groans were going to be there. But I, I, I'm kind of in the same, but like, I don't think I've quite mastered. I think I, I think my first missing link fell flat on its face. And because yeah. um, I, it's hard for me to figure out where the... Where the, the line is between is. being entertaining and the too goal difficult. is to have it have someone get it at like around four, like three or four, and only use it to be able to answer the last couple of questions. Like then you make the last two yep. harder, right? Like that's the that's the sweet spot. Um, you know, I mean, you like could the try worst case scenario, hard answers or something like that, but. The worst yeah. case scenario is where they figure out the theme in the first two, right? A good example of that is when I was on Triviality and the host had a theme throughout the whole thing and mm-hmm. my partner figured it out after the fourth question. So therefore we knew we had an insight for the rest of the game into right. what it was. And not only that, but we announced, he had us announce what the theme was. So oh, now both teams knew both exactly. Teams had it. So it's like, this is, I mean, it was fun, sure, but I mean, whatever. Yeah, but I, mean, I, I ever, ever since I came to the bench, I'll tell you, like, I have obsessed about missing links. I, I have, I mean, I keep a backlog of questions that I'm ready to put games together. <laughs> but, but I, I, every time I come on, I keep, I keep, I've joked with Josh that I, that I, uh, I I really like to use missing links and I can't write a game without one because I've got such a backlog of them. But I really obsess on this sort of like, there have to be five answers or there have to be 10 answers. Or sometimes, sometimes you know you have to stretch to get the fifth answer. Does that really count as a sports question? You know, all that kind of stuff. But I, I think there's definitely a, I mean, there should be a category of best missing links. I mean, Dan takes it a whole different level. I've, I've gone back recently to figure out why Dan's are so hard. It's because Dan has a, Dan sometimes does this second degree thing where he's yeah. like, oh, yeah. all right, where, where, you know, it's like, all right, they're all animals, except for they're all animals in Mandarin. Okay, great. Like, you know, <laughs> right, right? like okay, well, that's not going to happen. Well, so, I mean, yeah. that's this Eric did try to do that with this, right? By taking the first two and making them the Yukon players. Who was it? Subert and who else? I forget. But uh, Diana Taurasi or something. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't they're Diana both, Taurasi. It, yeah, was, uh, it was someone else. But anyway, but it's Yukon yeah. players who both played for the Sounders and... Both had won gold medals and, you know, so it was very similar. And then the third one was a unique one. And then all of a sudden it was Marge shot. And you're like, okay, all right, where are we going The only thing that ties these people together is their women. Yeah. And I felt guilty checking it in, but I'm like, this is our punt answer. Like, it could be an eat answer. We'll we'll try it. I thought it was hilarious. 
I, I thought it was hilarious because as you guys know, you've heard me talk about this before. I promote chaos. This is why <laughs> I like I love it. Fourth we quarter points. When we get when we call ourselves out for overthinking, when we like turn the screws on ourselves because we overthink things, that's that's always funny to me. Yeah, that's a fair point. I'm gonna like, I'm I gonna bring in no a, to that. <laughs> I'm gonna bring in a non I'm gonna bring in my business world uh example here. The other day uh, a team member added asked me to add a zip code area to a website, right? And then I brought that user story to my group and they said that they wanted a mock-up for it. So one of my <laughs> business people to go and design a mock-up for adding a zip code field <laughs> to a form. Seriously. And then it's turned into 25 steps about what we do with the zip code field. And I said, at, whoa, we're way over engineering this process. This is <laughs> ridiculous for like five leads a month. This is so dumb. This is exactly what we sometimes go through, right? We way over engineer the process and we forget this is just supposed to be fun and stupid and goofy. Who cares? Nobody cares about the points. They're all fake. So this is kind of. Yeah. Except yeah. for me. Yeah, exactly. Me. Well, there's one, right. there's one coming up where I definitely push the limits, and that's a that's a spoiler for one that that's coming up. Josh definitely gave me the eye roll, and he definitely gave me the we Josh predicted, side. We correctly predicted the Josh. Yes, eye. yes. Said, Eric, Eric, Eric ran it by me, and I go, side. "Oh, Josh is going to roll his eyes and sigh at you." Yes, and then you paused in the in our chat, and you said, "And I love it. You should make him do it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. you were exactly right. And, and this exactly is this is happened. my point. This is why, like, when I introduce new round styles, and I think they're goofy and funny, like my round style that I had months ago. I don't even know if you guys ever heard of this, but it was non sequitur. It was give two sentences of a fact. And then ask a random question that has nothing to do with that fact. <laughs> you mean like Ede's hockey question? Who is it that called him out for that? Like, he'll, I think David even mentioned it. He's like, he'll have a one called NFL Draft. And it's like, so-and-so is the first NFL draft totally. pick of all time. Who was the 34th pick in the 1974 <laughs> NHL reentry draft? I, I will never forget, actually. I did, I did a missing link for a fast break once. And it was right around when I became a bench warmer. Or right before, I think. And, and they were five different types of common sushi rolls. And oh, Matt, yes. actually, you, Matt, you were the one that totally defended it because Scott was just irate. He was just like, I hate sushi. I'm never getting this is so stupid. And then Matt was just like, no, Lux, like they, they hate That's you because they perfect. hate you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and yeah. the fact that you and the fact that you tick somebody off. That makes it even better. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> this like goes right. back to and Josh, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but we we all love when you sigh and roll your eyes because I we tr- we actively try to get you to do that because we know you're. Gonna th- um, he is. No, uh, we did have the, last night as we were recording. It was uh, you know Scott, Marcus, me, Ed, and Mason. And at one point, very early in the game, Ed goes, "This feels like." The parents just all left the kids yes. in a room together. I thought about that too. I looked at the list of the people who were playing, and I was sitting there going, "Like, ooh, this got some trouble written all over right here." That's awesome. Well, that the team awesome. names are involving urine, and yeah, yes. it got a little silly. Got but, a right, little but, silly. 
but but pissing off Josh is like the free space on the bingo card, right? Like he, it pissing, is You're pissing right. off Scott is like you know that's that's more impressive. Ooh, He's getting, getting, wanna, what do yeah. we have to do to get Mason to get salty? Right, Ooh, that's what yeah. I'm saying. You ask a lot of movie questions, then he gets upset. Yep. Oh, yeah. that's right. There was a all movie question that <laughs> that was in the, on Tuesdays. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, real quick. So uh, the we are going to be covering these next episodes and the next uh ot so episode 143 which is clue number six he's one of the ugliest athletes on the planet (laughs) okay yes (laughs) trey cleeter coming back that was awesome to have him back on that was his first that's his i think i think it's his first time who am i thinking of trey cleeter oh maybe i'm thinking of someone else okay well it was nice to have a new person then so we haven't had a new guest in a while so uh, then after that, 144, Three Men and Eats Baby. Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard this one yet. So exciting. This is an all bench warmer one with um, Eric and Josh versus Mason and Scott and David hosted it. Then after that, we got 145. What's what's a dill hole? <laughs> Who's on this? Mike Eden, oh, Mike, Mike Corey. Mike Corey, we love you, buddy. Smoking jacket, doesn't he? Circus so, City pickup basketball. So early, early on, Dan does a haiku in this one. Not that not this is not really spoiling anything, but Dan does a haiku and he uses the phrase dill hole, I think, because he was trying to find a clean way that also fit into his syllables. And he, it's a, it's a, he's talking about a particular NASCAR driver and he calls him a dill hole. And we're all like, we're all looking at each other. It was like, I guess that's an insult. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I know it's an insult and I've heard it a dozen, you know, hundreds of times, but I have no idea what like the etymology is. So who knows? But. Yeah, Mike Corey. I I love having Mike Corey and he's awesome. And then 146, the legend of Legat. Is that Bernard Legat? I don't even know what the reference is. Yeah, none of us were on this episode. This was hosted by Josh with Dan and Drew Drew uh Oh, this right that was just the other night. Yeah, I recorded this one. Drew is Marcus's was a quarterback like five years ago on Marcus's high school football team that he coached and drew comes on and drew is awesome. It's so funny. Uh, Marcus goes through his stats and drew's kind of a shorter guy and he has small hands and he makes a reference in the thing about having to use two hands to pump fake the ball. So that's like a running theme of a joke all through the show. I'm actually anxious to hear this because I think I think he is a Washington State fan. He uh, is. I remember yes. hearing this. And and Bernard Lagat, the the middle distance runner that won big in London and all of this. I don't know if you if you're, if you're an Olympics fan, but anyway, Bernard Lagat I think went to Washington State back oh, in the day. Okay. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, but he uh, he had Washington State paraphernalia all yeah. behind him, so that was kind uh, of fun. okay. Got it. Fun. Cool. Awesome. All right, gentlemen. Well, there you go. Pop your cherry. David, are you uh, are you ready to smoke a cigarette or <laughs> and you're worried about editing good, my comments, huh? No, this I, is, I this, this is this legit. Was, this is fine. This was great. I, I just need a little more time to review the episodes before next before I appear again, but this is great. This is awesome. Yeah, and um we didn't touch on it, but if as the weekend is coming up and the first week of the AFL season is nigh upon us please check out the most recent um naked bootleg where we have a real life journalist Mm -hmm. um like believe it or not that we taught we we Mm -hmm. actually kidnapped bruce and we made him talk to us 
with the, the threatening his family and everyone he knew. Well, he probably um, told but, him, you probably just tell him we have millions of downloads in the States and it's a good way to build his brand. Yeah. And he doesn't know. So there you go. Yeah. But if you're, if you're yeah, it's millions in... of Australian downloads, so, <laughs> like it, it's like any Australian download is like worth like the U S is like five times. That. There you go. Yeah. I have to think of the the exchange rate. The exchange so, rate on downloads. <laughs> <laughs> so the if you're a baseball fan and you're ticked off that baseball sucks, um, then maybe come over and check out uh, the Australian Football League. So we have a uh, it's called the uh, Benchwarmers Footy Footy Club or something fanatics. like that. Footy fanatics. Footy fanatics. Yep. So check us out. We have a Facebook club, and then. Um, every Friday night during the season, we have a watch party. Anyone and everyone who wants to join is welcome to join and come watch a match with us. And uh, so, yeah, it's fun. And if you don't have a team, then you can cheer for the Geelong Cats like I do. So Just don't do, don't cheer for Collingwood. All their fans don't uh, have any teeth. Exactly. <laughs> David, do you have a team? Are you going to get into Wait, it? I, I, I would like to get into it. I have not been assigned a team yet. Yeah. I didn't know. So Collingwood, Collingwood fans are like Texans. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, but South Texans. Oh, South Texans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mostly Houston. So, uh, David, if you want to get so Neil Fisher, um, is he went through asked us a questionnaire. Each one of us asked like I think they asked like five or six questions, and then he just knew all of us anyway. So he based off of our fandom currently and what is assigned most important teams. to us assigned teams. Oh, so. That's cool. Geelong is the southernmost of the teams. It's the coldest area for their games. And they had, they were known for like, they were the best club from like 1850 to like the 1940s. Oh, wow. They were always the best club. But then they, in the 1960s, they hit this drought and they didn't, weren't good again until the, like the 90s. So considering it's the coldest, smallest market, and they had this big drought in the middle, that's why he assigned me the Geelong Cats because uh, of my Packer fandom. They're the, so they're the Packers. Very the, similar. They, yeah. So they, they're the they Green play Bay on the Packers. Frozen tundra, the frozen tundra of Australia is what you're saying. <clears throat> they play on the frozen tundra of GMHPC Stadium. So Nice. So, yeah. And, and not only that, but they're one of very few of the teams actually like own and control their own stadium. Like most of the Melbourne teams play in the Melbourne cricket grounds or in Marvel Stadium or in the smaller ones. Um, uh, Geelong actually owns their own stadium. So anyway, but who cares? If you if you want to become a fan and you want to come join us and you want to just go hit us up, up on uh, the footy fanatic group. So there you go. All right. Anything in closing, gentlemen? No. Be nice to each other. Be be excellent to each other, I believe. Yeah. Take care of people and someone else or something. Anyway. Everybody okay. stick together. Gotta love one another right there now. You. I've heard that word before. Yeah. I don't know. I just made that up. There okay, good deal. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Bye everyone. Bye David. Yep. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye, Bye everyone. Everybody. <laughs>